This is the Hardline Sports Talk with Michael Merlo and John Michael Masiri on the SND Podcast Channel. That is right. Here we go. Episode 60 of the Hardline Sports Talk. I am Michael Merlo. I'm with John Michael Masiri. JM, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Mer. It's April 5th. April 7th cannot come soon enough, even though Mother Nature is saying otherwise for the New York Yankees. But I'm ready to rock, man. Big episode. This is giving me, like, first episode ever vibes right here. This is a, this is a flash in the past. Episode 60. It's a throwback to episode one where we did our MLB predictions. And that's what we're doing today. Very exciting. These shows are the best. You know why? Because out of every, let's say we give 50 predictions today. Maybe five of them will be right. Maybe even less. Maybe but zero. It's so much fun. Maybe zero. Maybe zero. But, but it's know, so much fun to do. That's what it's all about, man. Just making the predictions and who knows we're, where they're gonna go. We're trying to guess what it's gonna be. I think we're gonna do a good do a good job. We're smart people. We're involved. We know. We we, we got this. Yeah, come on, who's better than us, man? Very quickly, let's uh, give a shout out to the Kansas Jayhawks who won the national championship last night, the biggest comeback ever in national championship history, down 16 points and 15 at half to North Carolina. First off, couldn't believe North Carolina was in the game. Whatever, was happy to see Coach Gay finally go down. And Bill Self, I'm a Kansas fan. Bill Self, big-time win. Yeah, big for, for him. He's always the first Jayhawk coach to ever have multiple championships. So, yeah, very good for him. Big shout-out to him. Uh, we would talk about it more, but we got so much to get to at baseball. So let's just kick it right off. What we're going to do is we're going to break down each division, each team, give, you know, who we're going to have in the playoffs, seed, awards, playoffs, World Series. All right. So let's, I say, let's wait to tell the seeding until we get to the playoff portion. Right. But we'll say if they are in the playoffs or not. That's fair. Or, we could say what we could say not getting in the playoffs. We could just say where they're going to finish within the division. Yeah, I think. No, let's keep it. Let's keep it suspenseful. Let's just say where they're going to finish in the division, and then we'll we'll say our wild card teams and everything when we All get right. to the so, playoff part. Sounds good. All right. All right. So we're all right. So we're going to start in the AL East. Now, how are we going to start it off? Because I know what the ranking is going to be. How do we? Do you want to do it alphabetically? Um. Sure. All right, so we're going to start with uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, wait, what do you mean alphabetically? What the hell? Like, would B, like Blue Jays? Yeah, Blue Jays. No, we're just going to say what we got going on. The- All right, fine, Blue Jays. I have the Toronto Blue Jays coming in first in the AL. Uh, oh, I see what you want to do. Okay, never mind. Yeah. We're good. It's fine. I got Blue Jays coming in first. Um, I don't like your idea. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I'm just going to go right down the list and mm. say – Who's going to come in what place in this division? So, I got I got confused. I've done okay. this show already. Like I did this show already today, and we did it a different way. It's okay. fine. We're good. You're good. So I got Blue Jays coming in first. I got the Yankees coming in second. Might okay. be a hot take to some people, whatever. Yankee I got boy, the yeah. Rays in third. I got the Red Sox in fourth, and I got the Orioles in last. Okay. I've got the Blue Jays coming in first. Wait, do you want me to? Yeah. I'm going to say, and then we're going to go. I got the Blue Jays in first. I got the Rays in second. I got the New York Yankees in third. The Red Sox in fourth. Orioles fifth. So we're the same. We just got the Yankees and Rays flipped. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, Toronto, they're a hot pick this offseason, and I fully understand why. I picked them to finish first in the division. Some key subtractions, right? They lost Marcus Semyon. They lost Robbie Ray. But they made up for it, not completely, but did a pretty close enough job to getting uh, Kevin Gaussman and Matt Chapman. They also got Kenta Ma- I mean, I always say Kenta Maeda. They also mm-hmm. got Yusei Kikuchi, and they got a couple other nice little pieces. Um, they traded my boy Randall Gritchick away, which I got a little problem with, but right. that's all right. Um, yeah, I mean, this team's loaded. You just you think about the rotation. Everybody wants to talk about the lineup, but that rotation, too, is deep. You know, you got Alec Manoa, Barrios, Gosman, Ryu, and Kikuchi. Those are five. Those are some solid starters, top to bottom. No, they got a cup. They definitely have a bunch of starters, which is one of the reasons why I really like them. And, you know, they might not have great depth, although I don't think it's as bad as some would say. At the top of the rotation is very good. You've got Jose Barrios, who I'm very high on this season. Kevin Gosman comes in. He replaces Robbie Ray. And I almost feel like both of those guys are going to replace Robbie Ray. You're going to get Jose Barrios for a full season. You're then bringing in Kevin Gosman, who was very good last season. Uh, Kikuchi at the end of that rotation kind of solidifies it, you know, at five. And Hinchin Ryu had a down year last year. This guy's been good his whole career. I, I expect him to bounce back and be a lot better than he was. And then you have a young guy in Alex Manoa who burst onto the scene last year. He was a top prospect for them and was very, very good. So this is a really solid team from top to bottom. We just drafted their close-in, Romano, Jordan Romano, in fantasy baseball. They got that kid Merriweather as well in the bullpen. So if they have to add at the deadline, they will. They have a very aggressive owner. This is a this is a real solid team, top yeah. to bottom. You're and uh, right. we just talked about the pitching staff, and we haven't even talked about talked about the greatest strength of this team. That's in our lineup. And you know, Vlad Guerrero finally took that MVP caliber step last year that we were expecting out of him. And it kind of feels like Bo Bichette might be taking a step in that direction. A little different, right? Bichette's already established as a, at least a top fifty player in the game. Vlad was was just starting to get his feet wet, but Boba Shed, you can definitely see him getting even better offensively. So this team is young and they're going to keep getting better and better. Um, all right. Let's not spend too much time on the blue Jays though. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go back to the Yankees. I know you had them in third. I have them in second. Uh, we've talked about them a lot on the show, obviously. Um, yeah. I mean, the, listen, the off season wasn't exactly what everybody wanted. But I still think this team, you just talked about, you know, uh, Jose Barrios, the Blue Jays getting a full year out of him. I look at it with the Yankees, you get a full year out of Anthony Rizzo. You get a full year, especially out of Joey Gallo. He didn't play very well for this team in the couple of months that he was here, but I think a full season, he'll be just fine, right? Back to that all-star level that he yep. usually plays at. And uh, I'm expecting some big things, especially out of Aaron Judge. If he doesn't, if this contract is, it's hopefully done by the time the first pitch is thrown on Thursday, but. I'm expecting some big things out of uh, Aaron Judge, and I think the Yankees will be just fine coming in second. They might have an extension if you have a rain out. They might have an extension to get that. Uh, yeah, maybe on the rainy Thursday, extension we'll, done. They'll get it done. But uh, you're right. Listen, this team is going to be very good again. Ninety plus wins. Um, you know, you you talk about Joey Gallo, and that's a fantastic point. Not only do you get him for a full season, he gets to, he's now comfortable in New York, or he gets to 
acclimate to New York a little better. Same thing with Rizzo. Also, Rizzo was dealing with COVID last year and he got sick. So you also have to throw in that into the into the equation because when he first got here, he was hitting the sock off the ball and then he got sick. So I think Rizzo's going to have, you know, a, a better year than he was in that half season with the Yankees and obviously Gallo too. You also have guys like DJ LeMay who had down seasons last year. You expect him to be a little better. And I think the biggest X factor, X factor for this team is Glaber Torres because toward the end when he started playing second base last year, he was a little bit better. But this guy has to get back to the level where we thought he was going to be if the Yankees really want to take this next step. We know what we're getting out of Judge. We know what we're getting out of Stanton. My biggest question mark with this team, my two my two biggest question marks are with, with this team are both DJ LeMayu and Glaber and then the starting staff. Yeah, see, I was actually going to go in a little bit of a different direction. Um, first, I mean, obviously health is the most important factor, right? Uh, if you can get a fully healthy season again of Judge and Stanton, that would be very nice. But I'm a little concerned about this bullpen, and I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it enough. Um, we have some young guys in, in Jonathan Lewisga and Clay Holmes. I love what I saw out of him last year. But I get worried about Aaron Boone's uh, trust and maybe commitment to guys like Chapman, Green, and even a guy like Zach Britton. Um, if those guys start to slip, I hope the Yankees aren't afraid, afraid of changing the guard to moving Loisaga to that closer role or moving Clay Holmes to that closer role. Because Chapman, he, he, he had his ups and downs last year, and he usually does, but he had, the, he had a lot more downs last year than we're used to. And he's getting up there in age, and that velocity is starting to dwindle down a little bit. So Chad Green has had a – he was in AAA at one point. Um, yeah. He had his ups and downs. So hopefully that this bullpen, it's it stays intact. And um, if somebody's slipping, Aaron Boone needs to, to adapt right away. He can't just keep throwing out them in high-pressure situations. I said it almost jokingly last uh, uh, over the weekend, but it's kind of true. Lewisga is probably their best reliever. And if, if he is oh, at some point, if Chapman is not um, doing it, they they have to make a change. You're hundred percent. Right. Um, Severino, one more X factor for this team. If he's, if he has a great year, this team's going to have a great season. Do you think he can make 25 or more starts this year? Do you think he will do that? Yeah, I think he can make 20. Do I, do I think he actually will? Who knows? But I think he's definitely capable of it. All right. Obviously, we're going to be talking about the Yankees a ton. Yeah. So um, let's move over to the Rays here. I had the Rays in second. You had them in third. Uh, there's not much to, to talk about here other than the fact that every single year we predict them to either not make the playoffs or maybe just be a wild card team. And they win a ton of games and they go to the playoffs and they win the division. And I don't think they win the division this year. And I could be wrong. And, you know, I might be biting my words later, but this might be wrong completely, but I don't know. It's right. Just, and that's the thing. It's, 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 it's confusing. It's scary to pick against the Rays because it's like, well, you look at their roster on paper and it's not that impressive every year, but they always go out and perform well and win the division and whatever. But uh, I couldn't do it this year. I really, I really didn't. I remember last year, uh, I was a little higher on the Rays. I might have even picked them to make it as far as the World Series. I don't remember where, where what I picked them doing, but um, yeah, a third place for them. That rotation, I just can't, I can't come around on that rotation. I mean, Shane McClanahan's a nice young starter. I could see him having a very good year throwing 
even his name into the Cy Young mix, finishing top 10 or wherever. But Corey Kluber, Drew Rasmussen, Shane Baz has this, this elbow uh, problem now. I don't know. I just can't come around. And Louis Patino is still very young. Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to make him a full-time starter, if they'll just throw him in the bullpen for a little bit, send him down to the minors. I don't know what their plan is with him, but I, I don't love the rotation. And uh, the bullpen's good. The bullpen is definitely a strong part of this team. As it always is. But that lineup, too, which the lineup is one of the best in baseball somehow. But you look at it on paper, and you're like, well, no. They're just not. Took a hit. You know, Meadows traded to the Tigers. They did. They did take a hit with that. But it kind of – like they're, the moves they make – it may sound confusing. It may may look weird, but it, it somehow works. I, right. I, just, I don't understand it. And Corey Kluber signing. I read today on the athletic, you know, people are trying to predict what's going to be the best free agent pickup. And somebody had wrote uh, Corey Kluber to the Rays because the Rays don't usually spend that kind of money on somebody like him. And they gave him $8 million. And they were like, I can't wait to see what Kluber does over there. Whatever they teach him in, in Tampa Bay it somehow seems to work some of these starting pitchers. So I don't know. I'm not expecting much from him, but he, if he eats innings for them, that would be a good thing. But I'm going to say they come in second. It's, 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 you're lost for words with how they do it year in and year out. Yeah, you are. I mean, only time will tell who knows. I'm just going to look at the team the way it is. And I didn't love the Austin Meadows uh, deal getting rid of him, but listen, still got them making the playoffs. Um, Yeah. I like the Rays, but I don't think they win the division again. Now, the only really other team we're going to talk about in this division is the Red Sox, and both me and you are a little down on them this year. Uh, you know, they made, they went to the playoffs. They went to the ALCS last year, but it, it was really a massive shock. They bring in Trevor Story, but they lost Hunter Renfro. They lost Eduardo Rodriguez. And the, the staff, you look at the pitching rotation, not great. You look at their bullpen, not great. They have a really great lineup but they can't pitch from what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, the pitching rotation looks even worse from last year when it was going into opening day. Um, now you have Chris sale. The guy's literally made of glass. He's already going to, you know, miss time. He's on the 60 day IL. Uh, Nate Yavaldi had a really good year for them last year, but I don't know if he can repeat that same success. I mean, he's definitely a talented pitcher. I could see him still keeping that ERA below four, but, are we really going to see a, 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 a mid to low three RA out of him again? Who knows? And I don't even think if he does that, that helps the rotation that that'll answer the questions for the rotation, because you look at the rest of it. They're up their uh, Their predicted starters are Nate Yavaldi, Nick Pavetta, Tanner Houck, Michael Walker, and Rich Hill. I mean, especially the bottom two Mur, you could go on and on about Michael Walker and Rich Hill, two guys who spent time with the New York Mets last year. Um, yep. That's that's not a sexy rotation in in the shortest. Like it is a bottom rotation in the league. Looking at that, and then you look at the bullpen. The bullpen is solid. Um, they lost Adovino, who had a decent year for them, fell off towards the end of the year, but uh, not loving it. You know, it was a one guy who was on the Red Sox. I completely forgot about James Paxton. He's on the sixty day IL, but James yeah. Paxton, the Boston Red Sox. And Matt Barnes, their closer, who they gave an extension to in the middle of the year, he fell off big time toward the end. And he hasn't looked good this spring from what I was reading. So that's another concern. Um, the rotation's interesting. I mean, Rich Hill was not terrible with the Mets last season. Michael Walker was a couple of seasons ago. 
Uh, it's funny you bring them up. Nick Pavetta, who always showed something when he was a Philly, couldn't really stay on the field. Uh, he's got good stuff, so it doesn't shock me that he pitched well toward the end of the season as well last year. So it wouldn't shock me if he had a nice season. But yeah. other than that, you're right. I mean, Evaldi's a nice pitcher. I like him, but that's still not enough. Not at all. And so, are they really going to be able to outslug every team? I mean, they have a no. hell of a lineup, but you need that pitching to perform to a decent level at least. And that's what they had last year, and that's why they made they snuck into the playoffs and went on a little run. But you got to get there first. Now, there's a couple of teams we're going to call basically a disgrace to baseball. Yeah. And <laughs> for the most part, I I don't know. Are the Orioles a disgrace? The Orioles are a disgrace to baseball. They're I not don't as think bad they're as they're not as bad they're as not some on the others. level of the Pirates and the Guardians and the A's. The, they're not the A's. They're not that bad. At least the Orioles gave out some money, like they gave Chris Davis a deal that they're probably they have trust issues from now. That's why they don't spend money. But yeah, this team's not winning more than sixty-five games this year, and let's just move on. I mean, there was a report that they offered uh, Correa ten years, three hundred million dollars. But wow. Good, good for them. That's interesting. But you know what? The Orioles are just in a phase where, you know what? There's no reason for them to spend money right now. They're rebuilding just pretty bad. Adley Rushman, that's one thing that Orioles fans can look forward to this year. Let's move on to the AL Central, where there's only really a couple of teams we're going to be talking about here as well. Um, We're going to start off. You want me to start this division? Yeah, go ahead. All right. In first place, I've got the Chicago White Sox. In second, I've got the Detroit Tigers. In third, I've got the Minnesota Twins. In fourth, the Guardians. And fifth, the Royals. I have exactly the same way. Okay. White Sox, Tigers, Twins, Guardians, Royals. Yep, that's that's the exact same way I did. The White Sox last season, they were criticized uh, a bunch because, A, they have a very – old school, very old school manager. And B, they really beat up on a terrible division. Now the division's a little better this season, so they they might not have that luxury. They're still the best team in the division, but they're going to have to show that they can beat really good teams. Uh, Luis Robert is fantastic. They have great offensive players. They have a good staff, way too right-handed, but this is going to be a team that wins the division, should win 90-plus games, and be fun to watch. Yeah, this is a team that quickly just got stacked. I mean, you look at any part of the team and you have superstars. Literally, you have superstars. Um, Giolito, I expect a very nice year out of him. Lance Lynn is already dealing with an injury, so they're going to hope for him to come back. This team's already getting hit by the injury bug, which is a little scary. Lance Lynn and Michael Kopich, uh, I'm not, so not, sorry, not Michael Kopich, Garrett Crochet out for the year. Yes. So, um, but I think they can handle it. I think they have decent depth. They have a really good bullpen, re- really good rotation, especially the top end of it. Um, and that they just lineup, signed Johnny Cueto. They did just sign Johnny Cueto. Um, and that bullpen is nasty. So, I mean, sorry, that lineup is nasty. Um, I really like this team. Luis Robert is going to be a dark horse MVP candidate. I think he he will definitely throw his hat in the ring for that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty high on the White Sox this year. As am I. All right, let's move on to the Detroit Tigers, who I claimed as my third favorite team in Major League Baseball last year. They were young. They were gritty. They were 
kind of fun to watch last season. They add Javi Baez. They now add Austin Meadows. They've already added Eduardo Escobar, Eduardo Rodriguez as well from Boston. Uh, Don't really have them making the playoffs, but they're going to be good again. They're taking the right steps, and they have a fantastic manager with A.J. Hinch. Yeah, I think they'll be one of the first or second teams out of the playoffs, honestly. I do really like what they did this offseason. Um, I think they had a perfect offseason that teams should take notice of when you're a little, like, on the rise. You're starting to get guys called up. They're they're adding pieces slowly. Um, traded for Meadows, like you said, uh, the, the Baez signing. Just I had, like, two, like, specialty slices of pizza about, like, an hour and a half ago. Yeah, so I, I apologize if there's any weird noises or something coming out of me. Mm. That's my here, we go. here um, we go. They called up Torkelson, who I love. Spoiler, that's my rookie of the year. And Riley Green, no? I'm not sure if they called up Riley Green. Um, there's – I don't think we've ever seen so many big prospects coming up at once like we are in the AL right now. It really is crazy. I mean, you have 10, four of like the top 10 prospects in the league getting called up this year. This is very, very exciting. We'll talk about that more when we do Oreo Rookie of the Year. Uh, I love Torkelson. That's my spoiler. He's mm-hmm. he's my pick. I, I've had a weird thing for him for big on Jay, a very Jimer, long time. I'm big on Jimer Candelario this year, too. I think we'll have a very nice year. Why didn't we uh, draft him in fantasy? I don't know. He picked you're too good. high. Hey, you're good. Uh, okay. Next up, I we got the twins. Uh, added Correa, yeah, they made the trade with the Yankees, added Sonny Gray. Okay, it's still a below average team, they'll probably be close to 500. I, I got really nothing more than that. Their pitching rotation is not very good. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you just said it. I hate the rotation, I'm gonna be honest, I don't like it at oh. all. Joe Ryan is – I don't know if they named the starter yet, but Joe Ryan's a projected day one starter. Oof. Um, I'm, Why I'm, not Gray? I'm Why wouldn't it be Sonny Gray? I'm guessing it'll probably be Gray, but when you go on uh, – what is it, Roto Champ or whatever the website is that has all the predicted lines. Yeah, Roto mm-hmm. Champ has him as the projected starter. I mean, listen, Gary Sanchez, Gio Rochella, solid additions for this team. Um, Obviously, Carlos Correa is the big offseason addition. And uh, if Byron Buxton stays healthy, we know how great he can be. He could literally win the MVP of the AL. <clears throat> um, but I just don't think this team is anything close to a playoff team, to be honest with you. Uh, there's a lot of things that need to go right. Um, the bullpen, I'm not a big fan of at all. And the rotation, I just don't think this pitching staff is good enough. Um, and the lineup doesn't make up enough for it to throw its name into a playoff bracket. I don't. I don't see the Twins making the, the playoffs. Corey Polanco, second baseman, is very underrated, though. Got to say that. Agreed. I mean, we had him. He was on our shortstops list, I think, right? Second base or shortstops list? I don't remember. Second base. I don't remember. I'll check right now. Uh, the rest of the division, not really much there. Uh, the, uh, the the Guardians, I mean, if they trade Jose Ramirez, which they should not do, that's really the biggest thing with them. They should probably extend him if they possibly can. Yeah. But uh, we'll see we'll see what happens there. That uh, should be coming down. And, and the Royals, Bobby Wood Jr., we talked about these prospects coming up. So um, that's exciting. Yeah. But, um, um, I mean, that's Cleveland, what you got to watch for. 
Cleveland's another one of those disgrace to baseball teams. Yep. I'm sorry. They are. I mean, I had Jorge. Sorry to interrupt. I had Jorge Polanco sixth and you had him eighth. Putting respect on his name. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They are a disgrace to baseball. They're a hundred percent a disgrace to baseball. Um, And the Royals, like I said, you know, the really only thing you have to look forward to is Bobby Wood Jr. And that's something to watch. So that'll be fun. All right, AL West. Give it a minute. You got pause. You got it. <laughs> Give it to me. Oh. You, you got know? it. Oh, I got it. Okay. Um. Oh, I thought you meant like give it to me. Like, oh, I'll take it. No. No, like, like give me whatever. Uh, oh, right, I like those um, comments. <laughs> All right, so I have a feeling that this is probably going to be exactly the same. I think you'll see a little bit of different from when we go to the NL West. I mean, the NL. Uh, Houston, Seattle, L.A., Texas, Oakland. Yep, I got the same. Houston, Seattle. Uh, Listen, the Mariners got a lot better. Actually, no, let's let's stick with the Astros. Yeah, easy guy. You know, what's funny about the Astros is that their pitching rotation, if you look at it on paper right now, isn't that great. And they didn't add much this offseason. So I think they'll win the division. They're still a very talented bunch. And they have a good veteran manager. But I don't – I mean, I guess I'm about to contradict myself because I do have them in the ALCS. But this is the first time where I – like, they definitely can't win the World Series. But they'll – go fall. I, I that think that makes sense. Right. I think the rotation is still solid. Um, Lance McCullers could be a guy who has a very big year. Obviously he's always Verland- hurt though. Obviously it depends how Verlander returns from his injury and you know, how much he's got left in the tank. And then with Garcia, Valdez and Yerkity, I think that's three really solid guys. Um, this team lost its swag a little. I think losing Carlos Correa is going to, Lose it. They're gonna lose their swag a little. They lost Springer the year before that. I I, th- I think that you're gonna see them a little bit, a little tail off. Um, obviously I still have them winning the division, but Kyle Tucker's the. This is his team now. He's got the keys. He's the yep. new superstar. Um, we'll see. Alex Bregman. This is his last year. If he doesn't like his last year to prove something, if he has another bad year, then he's done. As and I th- as being a well respected name in the game because, and I think he bounces back. I think he has a big year. I also I I really do like Framber Valdez and I like Luis Garcia a lot. You're right about this rotation. If Verlander comes back and gives you something, if McCullers comes back and gives you something, this could be a very very dangerous team. And also the bullpen's not bad. Ryan Presley's emerged as one of the better closers in the game, and you still have Altuve. So. <laughs> Uh, he's yeah, still I mean, the, the lineup is still very good. Who knows what Michael Brantley is going to do this year, but with Altuve, Alvarez, Tucker, Bregman, Guriel had a really nice year last year. They got some big bats, so they'll be okay offensively for sure. The Mariners. Yes. The Mariners added a ton this offseason. They added Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez. They added Robbie Ray. Ray. Kyle, Fr- who Adam, Adam Frazier. Todd yeah. Frazier just retired today. I don't know if you saw. I know. That's that's sad news. That's, yeah. That's a- Did you know he's from Tom's River? 
No, really? Wait, yeah, was he the guy in the Little East, League World bro. Series? Nah, you gotta like dig deep for that, bro. Like that's some that's some inter- information you'll never find. <laughs> Did you know he also stood next to Derek Jeter? Yeah, on the field. Right, the Little yeah. League World Series. Yeah, he's Little League World Series champion. That's good. Um, yeah. yeah, they are. They're a solid team. I think they make the playoffs. The, the, the Mariners. I am. I'm in love with what the Mariners did this offseason because. They are one of those teams where they overachieved last year. They won a lot of one-run games, and everybody was going to be on them this year to tail off and just say that was a one-year fluke and whatever. But they believed in their success, and they improved the team a lot. I mean, like you just said, all the additions they got, they got the reigning AL Cy Young winner and a guy in Jesse Winker who is one of the best hitters against right-handed pitching in the game. Um, and then you factor in Julio Rodriguez and Jared Kalanick. If Jared Kalanick for his full year does anything remotely better than what he did last year, because he was God awful. He got a little bit of a nice two week stretch to end the year, but this team can take off. I mean, Julio Rodriguez is an otherworldly talent. Top five prospect of the game could be a game changer and a potential all-star MVP for this team in the future. So I like what the Mariners did a lot. I think the rotation is a little sketchy, especially on the back end, but I like the lineup. I think the bullpen's solid. And I think the bull, uh, the, the rotation, obviously we talked about Robbie Rand. I think Logan Gilbert's a guy who could have a nice year for them. I like the Mariners. I do too. This is a, this is a solid team. Like you said, they have not only Rodriguez who's coming up. He's their top prospect. And like you've said, I've, I've watched a couple of highlights. He is otherworldly and, and Kellenick's going to be better. I mean, this is a guy that was touted by everybody to be a, a future superstar. So I'm confident in Jared Kellenick to uh, have a bounce back. He was better, especially in September last season for the Mariners. Yeah. And they have a ton of other prospects too coming right up. So uh, that are, right there so this is going to be a talented and fun team and mitch hanniger was probably one of their better hitters last year and jp crawford um jp crawford had a nice season for them so and ty france and who's the kid they traded uh graveman for they got killed for abraham toro and they loved they they loved him like when they made that trade that wasn't them selling that was them being in love with abraham toro and he ended up playing well for them this is a good team it is a good team all um, right, the rest of the division. The Angels. Um, Disappointment, again. I was on the Angels last year. I think I actually predicted them to win the division on the show. They wow. were like, I was I was like, this is their year. Um, and I didn't even expect Shohei Otani to go out and win the AL MVP. Um, but, yeah, they obviously didn't win the division. So now I hate the Angels. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, listen, this team is loaded, obviously, with superstars. They have arguably the number one and two players in baseball on their team, probably the number one and two baseball players on their team. But there's just no depth, and they haven't been able to find the depth for forever now, it seems. I mean, listen, the bullpen's decent, right? Rosal Iglesias had a great year last year. The lineup is stacked from one through four, and then you get past that four or five, and it's not, right? You have Anthony Rendon. They're waiting to get a full season out of him, and we know what he can do when there's a fully healthy season, and he's swinging the bat well. Uh, Mike Trout is is Mike Trout. Um, Otani, 
right? Won the MVP last year. Jared Walsh, great hitter. I just, I, the, the depth is not there. The rotation is, is awful again. Otani's all you got. Syndergaard being a number two starter that just can't sit well with anybody. No. They spent stupid money. They, they've spent really dumb money. They paid Inglacius, who's a good player. But why are you paying a closer this much money when you don't have much around the team? Obviously, you pay Trout what you have to pay. I thought the Rendon signing, I mean, they were going after Cole. They didn't get him. They had all this money they wanted to spend. They just, they have a terrible, terrible owner that butts his head into too many different things. And this is what happens. They're a bad team. It is. It's a bad team. The roster is built poorly. One more guy in the rotation, Patrick Sandoval, could have a solid year. But, I mean, listen, I just said four names in Otani, Trout, Walsh, and Rendon. But after that, you got their projected lineup, Max Stassi, Brandon Marsh, Joe Adele, Tyler Wade, David Fletcher. That's awful. That's awful. All right. The Rangers. uh, The Rangers spent a ton of money. Uh, They get Simi and they get – uh, John Gray, they get Corey Seager, but this team, not there yet, but you got to love the steps they took. Yeah, you got to love the aggressiveness. Um, signing three guys is not going to make you a playoff team, especially from going from the roster that they have. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the Rangers can make a little noise uh, for from their perspective, right? Win over 70 games, something like that. But I still see them as a fourth-place team. The The lineup does not have the depth of a playoff team. The bullpen is pretty awful, and uh, the rotation definitely still needs a lot of improvement. I mean, John Gray's your ace. That's all you got to know. After that, we got the A's who don't really deserve to be discussed, so I think we just No, we're not. They traded everybody. That's enough. Done. Done. All right. Let's do our picks in the American League for uh, a little awards here. Uh, MVP Cy Young and uh, Rookie of the Year. Hell yeah. You want to start us off? Yeah, I will. I would love to, Michael. Thank you. Okay. Um, you, you got it. All right. My MVP. I believe I picked Mike Trout last year. Um, I'm not picking Mike Trout again this oh. year. I'm going to go. Might get a little hate for this. I'm going to go with Aaron Judge. Okay. Um, I think Judge is going into his prime season. He's going to be 30 years old. And if he stays fully healthy, we know how capable this guy is. He had a bit of an off year defensively last year. His offensive numbers were great, but they could still be better than that, right? He had a 919 OPS. I think Judge is a guy who could do just about everything on a baseball field. I think he's going to be huge for the Yankees this year. I think he's going to be the reason why the Yankees make the playoffs and are, are a contender. Um, it depends if he gets his extension or not. We'll see, right? Is he going to play angry if he doesn't get it? Who knows? Yeah. But I'm picking my boy Aaron Judge for the MVP. All right. And his odds to win MVP are very good, like plus 1,800. So if you are interested in gambling, I would definitely check that out because those are good odds. Uh, I, we kind of talked about him before. You called him a dark horse. I don't think so. I got Luis Robert winning uh, AL MVP. Uh, this guy is ultra talented. He's got speed. He's He's huge, and he's got so much power, plays a solid center field. He's going to steal a bunch of bags. He's all around a five-tool player, and I'm very, I am very. I hope he stays healthy. That's the thing with him. It's been health. 
if he stays healthy, this guy's one I, I think could be one of the 10 best players, position players in baseball. This guy is ultra talented. Yeah, no doubt. Nothing there's really nothing on a baseball field that he can't do. Yeah. I, I just really hope he stays healthy because it's gonna be a fun watch. Um, all right. Well, you kind of just segued me in here because speaking of the Chicago White Sox, my Cy Young, I'm going with Lucas Giolito of the Chicago go. White Sox. Um, me and you were big on him last year. I'm big on him again. We picked him in fantasy, hoping that he takes us to the promised land. Um, yeah, I mean, at first I had <clears throat> sorry. First, I had Cole. Right. Then I had Bieber. And then I went to Giolito. Um, I wasn't going to go Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole for the Cy Young. I think I would have gotten crucified if I did that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is my actual prediction. This is my belief. I think that this will happen. Giolito had a rough start to the year last year, recovered well. He has all the, the qualities of a Cy Young pitcher. He could put up the big strikeout numbers, he can limit runs. He's on a good team, and for all the casual fans that want to vote for wins, if we even have any of those left on the the uh, the committee to vote for this award, but no, I like Lucas Giolito win the Cy Young. Very nice. I hope I hope he does. I, I genuinely hope he does. Um, all right, my AL Cy Young Award winner is Jose Berrios of the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm a big Berrios fan. Berrios, every you always second. have. I, for whatever reason, I've always been a big fan of his. I think he takes that next step here with Toronto, though. I mean, he's already a very good pitcher, but he's going to be the ace of a staff. And you know what? Sometimes the narrative does um, sway voters. It shouldn't. I agree with you, but he was real solid last season uh, when he got to Toronto, had a 123 ERA plus uh, 358 ERA. I think I, I seriously think he takes that, you know, almost next step to becoming an elite pitcher and he wins it here. We see all these, we see all these guys. It's, it's kind of a, been a surprise lately with these winners. I think here in the AL, I think it continues that way. Blue Jays get back-to-back years of Cy Young. Yeah. Winning. Right. I was just that's, thinking about that. That's pretty impressive for them. Um, all right. My rookie of the year. I got Julio Rodriguez. Um, we just talked about him for a decent amount when we were talking about the Mariners. I think this guy is, is fantastic. Uh, I've heard his name for a couple of years now. He's been, uh, he, I mean, the guy's Instagram handles, the J rod show. <laughs> I mean, that's all you need to know. He's sponsored by under armor. He's, he's, he's an Olympic medalist. He's got it down pat. This guy, um, I like Julio Rodriguez. I think kind of like Luis Robert. He's another guy and not a lot of things he can't do on a baseball field. He's fast. He could steal bags. Um, he absolutely raked in, in double A last year. He's making the jump up to the big leagues. He's skipping triple A. Um, I had, I like Bobby, a lot of power. I, yes. I like Bobby Witt jr. But I'm going with Rodriguez. Yeah. Bobby Witt jr. Is a guy. I, I think he's second, but the more I watch the j-rod show it's it's very tough not to pick him i got torkelson i think his numbers are going to be so good i think he's going to hit 35 40 home runs this year in his rookie year up with the tigers i kind of spoiled this before i've been a huge fan of him since college it's weirdly obsessed with him kind of but um, i'm excited i'm excited to watch him in the bigs i think he can be just make an instant impact for that team and listen 
this is going to be like you said before a you can't go wrong it's a very competitive AL rookie of the year uh this year race definitely is adley rushman too we and we didn't even talk about him um all right mer well are we gonna playoff time it's playoff time isn't it yeah it's playoff time all right uh my document just went away with all my notes here it is okay give me your seating let's hear it okay so the number one seed in the al i've got the toronto blue jays the number two seed i've got the chicago white Sox. Number three, I've got the Houston Astros, four, the Rays, five, the Yankees, and six, the Mariners. All right. Number one, I have the Chicago White Sox. Number two, I have the Houston Astros. Number three, I have the Toronto Blue Jays. Number four, the New York Yankees. Number five, the Tampa Bay Rays. And number six, the Seattle Mariners. All righty. So same so team. Same six teams in. Yes. Okay. I You want me? I'll start. Yep. In the four versus five matchup, I've got the Rays beating the Yankees. And in the three six matchup, I've got the Astros. Yeah, I've got the Astros beating the Mariners. All right. In the four five six, I'm the four five six. In the four five five, series, I have the Rays beating the Yankees. And in the three six series, I have the Blue Jays beating the Mariners. I, I came this close to, you know, I think the Mariners beat the Astros, but I didn't. Wow. Aggressive. All right. That would have been a, that would have been a little aggressive. I, I do like, I, I do like the Mariners. I really do like the Mariners this year though. All right. The divisional round. I've got the Toronto Blue Jays beating the Tampa Bay Rays. And I've got the Astros, the three seed beating the Chicago White Sox. All right. Sketchy. Uh, I have <laughs> in the one versus Three series. Um, did I do that right? I did not no. do that right. One versus. Oh, I wrote Toronto four. twice. I'm an idiot. Okay. No. In the one versus five four. series, because okay. the Rays advanced, I got the yeah. White Sox beating the Rays. Okay. And then I have Toronto beating Houston. All righty. ALCS, give it to me. ALCS, I got the Blue Jays beating the Astros and advancing to the World Series. Wow. Big Blue Jay guy. Big Blue Jay guy. My ALCS, I have the Chicago White Sox beating the Toronto Blue Jays and going to the World Series. Very, very nice. Two very exciting teams. I mean, you really can't go, you can't go wrong there. It's not wrong. Two young and exciting teams right there. All right. So when we come back, we will do our NL side. We'll do the picks. We'll do the awards and a world series champion will be crowned in our hypothetical world in our heads. When we come back after this, the S and podcast channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at S and podcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Here we go. We are back. Episode 60, MLB 2022 Prediction Show. I am Michael Marlowe, and I am with John Michael Masseri, and we are ready to go for the NL side of things. AL side was a ton of fun. The NL is about to get very, very interesting, though. I think there will be a few difference of opinions here. Uh, we're going to start in the NL East. We're going to do go, um, you know, team by team in East Division. We're going to give our 
awards out, and then we'll do the playoffs and a champion. We will. You ready to go here, Michael? Yeah. You want me to let me start off my division if you don't mind. That's no problem. Your my division. division. Yep. My division. Um, no, it will not be my division this year because the Atlanta Braves are going to come in first place. The New York Mets will finish in second. The Philadelphia Phillies will finish in third. The Miami Marlins, who will shock people this year, will come in fourth, and the Nationals will come in fifth. The Atlanta Braves come in first for me, then the Phillies, then the Mets, then the Marlins, and then the Nationals. All right. Actually, before we get into this, I was in uh, was in uh, Dick's today, and I saw a guy wearing a Nationals City Edition hat already. I complimented him on it. It was very nice with the little cherries. Oh my God! You know those jerseys—they were like the most, the fastest-selling jerseys in a while. Really nice. Yeah, they're they're pretty cool. Lovely. I don't know if I can, I can ever don a uh, Philly, uh, Nationals jersey, but they are very nice. Maybe I can wear the hat. Uh, All right, let's start. Um, we both have Atlanta winning the division, and you know what's really funny. Before DeGrom got hurt, I was still flipping, you know, between whether or not I thought the Mets or the Braves would win the division because the Braves are loaded. And a few a few days ago, I went and looked, and this was even before DeGrom got hurt, and I said, the Braves are loaded. I mean, this roster is still so good. Their bullpen is fantastic. I think they have a really solid starting staff, and their lineup is insane. People say that they lost something, you know, losing frame, and it's sure they lose the leadership – and, you know, he, I'm sure he was, you know, very friendly with all the guys in the locker room. But I think you can argue they have the better offensive player now with Matt Olson. And then you're going to get Ronald Acuna back. I don't This team is just getting better. They're young still in some spots. Austin Riley, we forget about Austin Riley all the time. This is still a very, very solid team, and they win the division. Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously on the same page. I have them winning the division also. Freeman was a big loss for them, but they're not really going to feel it because they got a guy, like you said, who's just as good, if not better. So I think they'll be just fine. Um, they they didn't have a great regular season last year. Obviously, they, that didn't matter. They won the World Series. Um, Acuna will be back. Austin Riley had a great year for them. Dansby Swanson had a, a, a sneaky good year for them. Um, they'll have to make up for Rosario and Solaire and that – production that they got out of them um sorry not rosario solaire they lost solaire um they, re- they brought back uh, they brought rosario. back rosario um peterson's gone but i don't think that'll really matter much for them no they're not losing much there but i, I like this i like the rotation i like max freed um they got kenley jansen good guy in the bullpen to have right that established closer it's been a problem for them for a while although their bullpen was really good in the postseason last year uh, yeah, I like Atlanta winning the division. Yep, on the same page there. This is where we differ. I have the Mets coming in second place. Um, you know, I really love the additions they made to this team in the offseason. I think Eduardo Rodriguez, Eduardo, now I say Rodriguez when I want to say Escobar. Eduardo Escobar, to me, is a very underrated pickup. This is a professional ball player, and I know we don't really talk about RBIs as much, and we don't you know, we, the, the stat is becoming a little, you know, more in the stone age. It's not really valued as high as highly as it once was, but for this team, it's very important because the Mets, especially the past few seasons have had a hard time getting guys in with runners in scoring position. 
And Eduardo Rodriguez is a guy that drives in a ton of runs. And this is going to be huge. Not only is he going to drive in a ton of runs, he's going to move guys over. If there's a runner on third base, he's going to get that ball in the air. and He's going to get that guy home. And he's going to hit some home runs. And he could play third base, play second base. I, I really love this pickup. Um, offensively, they have to be better. Marte looked great in the spring. If he could stay healthy, I think this is a guy that could be a very, very, very good player. He's obviously exciting when he's healthy as well. And kind of, uh, you know, I, I love that he gets on base. If he, you know, he has, you play center, he can play right, he can play left. And if he gets some home runs, that's nice. And you're expecting a bounce back year from Lindor which we really saw toward the end of the season last year. Pete Alonso is one of the better power hitting first basemen. And I think the big, the biggest question mark on this team, A, is health in their starting rotation, but B, Jeff McNeil. Can he bounce back? Yeah. Um, I am a little lower on the Mets than you are. It's If DeGrom was pitching opening day, I would probably have them finishing second in this division. It's just the health of Jacob DeGrom, and I know it's just something minor. Max Scherzer's dealing with a little minor hamstring thing. He's still expected to pitch opening day. I'm I'm a little worried about this team health-wise, especially with DeGrom. I think if he misses more than half the season, this team really can't get going. Um, Lindor, I do expect him to play better. He did have a better second half last year. Um, I like Marte for them. I wasn't crazy about the signing in terms of the years, but I think in year one, he will provide some good production. I'm just not quite there for this team to make a big improvement from the way they were last year, just because of health reasons with DeGrom. And I'm not sure how much they improved the rest of the roster enough to get to where they want to be. I'll tell you what, right now, the rotation doesn't look as good as it did four days ago. Obviously losing DeGrom. Walker hasn't looked uh, – Walker, um, his knee kind of flared up today. He doesn't think it's anything major, but he says he's going to pitch. I don't even know if they want him to pitch because of how bad he looked today. But they need depth. I, I'm confident they'll add it. And you have a crazy aggressive owner that is willing to go to any extent to go add to this team. So whether it's a trade, you know, they have to make it the deadline. If they're in it, they're going to, you know, go and get a big-time player. I the Degrom thing. Listen, I I've drawn it up to this. If he pitches another pitch for the New York Mets for the rest of his career, you got to take it as a luxury. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I I don't know why I have such a pessimistic view on this. I don't believe he pitches again for the Mets. I don't All think right. he. You got let's relax a little bit. No, I'm jam yeah, serious. Think about it, dude. Come he, listen to yourself right now. Another listen to myself. He's not going to throw until May, middle of May. Then he's going to need a month, four to six weeks to just get back into throwing shape, which is normal for a pitcher. What are the chances that something else doesn't flare up in those, in those. You think he misses weeks? six months. Yes. And you think they don't extend him, and he walks in the off. I don't he think he out. wants he opts to out. pitch. I don't and think he wants to pitch on this contract anymore. And he believes, and his agent believes, that he can get the contract if he pitches or not this year. That's absurd that he would get that contract after not. That's like Chris Sale. That's like getting Chris Sale a huge extension right now or no, signing somewhere else. He wouldn't be a we've, see, we've seen We've seen DeGrom be elite for, you know, 
obviously. Chris a, a Sale's elite too. Two but years. If, if not you have Degrom elite. If you have twelve starts in two years, you're not going to get a multi-year contract. That's absurd at big money from bigger than what you're getting right now. That's insane. Um, Why would he? Damn, he's had all these injury concerns. He's hurt now. He's hurt again. So even if he did come back, you think it's going to be that much money from June? Let's say he comes back in July. From July to whenever he's done pitching, you think it's going to be that much of a difference whether he doesn't pitch at all? Yes. I think if you get, if he gives you 15 starts this year, that's he'll be getting a way better contract than if he gives you zero. I'll I'll tell you something right now. I don't I don't want him back. I don't I don't want him back. I hope I hope he leaves. You're you get that's like how this. I you feel. You get like this with the that's Mets. That's how get, I feel. You get crazy. You you give these outlandish opinions, and then three months from now he'll be back, and you'll be marching the city field with your Jacob Degrom jersey, and you're skipping up the escalator, and you're ready to go. If that happens, if that happens, I will be like that because I don't think it's going to. I truly don't think he starts with this team again. All right. We'll see, Michael. That's a big statement you're making right now. And Max Scherzer, by the way, that guy's a dog. I'm going to knock on wood because this team is cursed. But that guy's a dog. He's going to take the ball every fifth day. He's a bulldog. He's not just a dog. He's a bulldog. I love him already. And... If they have him healthy and they have Bassett, and if they need to add another starter, they do. This team can still compete. They, they can. We've seen crazier things happen. And if, by the grace of God, they give us Jacob Degrom back for a few months, I wouldn't want to be anybody in the National League because if they if they get Degrom and they get Scherzer back for the postseason, and they get there, oh my God! All right. That team's that team. The only thing stopping me from picking them winning the World Series is the health of those two. If All if right. you could, if you can guarantee me Jacob Degrom and Max Scherzer are healthy in the postseason, they're my pick. I put the house on. Why? Now you're just being absurd. So, what about like the Brewers? The Brewers have three really good starters. They got Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff, and then you throw on Freddie Peralta. The Phillies wait, got Nola and Wheeler. Wait till, you see have... I, wait till you see who I have representing the National League in the World Series. All right. I don't. Anyways, I don't just say on. things and not Enough back up. Enough and Max. by the way, yeah, let's talk about the Phillies because Aaron Nola having this resurgence here. I thought that was going to happen, and he looks like crap. It's spring training, and his velocity's down, and and Wheeler's hurt. I, I I'm sorry, JM. The concern, sorry for talking so much. You have the concerns with the Mets. I have so many different concerns with the Phillies. All right, well, let's talk about it. Um, I have the Phillies coming in second in this division. I don't have as much concern about them as you do. I think health. Maybe I'll change your mind. All right. I think health is a concern for this team, just like it is for every team, but maybe a little bit more for them. Um, I mean, not really. Wheeler, yeah, but all the other stars. I mean, Bryce Harper usually stays on the field. Yeah, Aaron Nola. Their best, their best pitcher. Maybe the second best player. Yeah. Bryce Harper stays on the field fully healthy every year. Um, knock on no, no, I'm not, not saying Harper. I'm what saying Wheeler. About? I'm talking Wheeler. No, the other. Oh, you were just talking about Wheeler. All right. Anyways, stop interrupting me. You're getting Met fan crazy. Shut up. I know. I'm going to eat my M&M's. Um, yeah, eat your M&M's. 
damn it, I just went full screen. This team's rotation is better than what it's been in years past, and we've been worried about the back end of it, but I really like this rotation top to bottom now. Um, you have uh, Ranger Suarez, who had a really nice year for them last year, playing really kind of the everyman role. He was a long reliever. He could be a setup man, and he could start games for you in the rotation. And then the forgotten guy that I forgot about, you forgot about, Kyle Gibson, still a member of this team. They traded for him last year at the deadline. Um, yeah, I, I like this rotation. The lineup is stacked. Um, signing Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos were two huge additions for them. The defense is going to be a concern. Um, you can only DH one guy at a time, so that means Schwarber or Castellanos are going to have to be the field, and those two guys are some of the worst defenders in the league. Um, and just all around the rest of the team, it's not great defensively. But you give me a lineup with JT Realmuto, Reese Hoskins, Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, Gene Segura, and Nick Castellanos, that's a hell of a lineup. That's going to be a force to be reckoned with in the NL. Um, and the bullpen is solid. They had some really nice additions in the bullpen. You're making a Excuse face. Me. You're making a face. They Your bullpen's the bullpen solid? Yep. Brad Hand was a mess last season. Added him. Jerry Samelia is Jerry Samelia. You know, he's hit or miss. I know, I know that very well. Alvarado, same thing. He's either going to walk the ballpark or he's going to strike out the side. What I mean, I, I like Canable. He's fine. He's got to stay healthy. If he's healthy, he'll be, you know, a solid closer for them. So, I mean, yeah, they've, they've added, but they added Familia and Han. And by the way, Familia was terrible last year. The bullpen will be solid. I'm telling you. Okay. Now let me let me go let me go at you now with, with the starting rotation. I forgot about Kyle Gibson. And then I remembered Kyle Gibson sucked when he got to the Phillies last oh. year. You know why, JM? Because Kyle Gibson is not really a strikeout guy. So he relies on his defense and he relied on it when he was with Texas last season. And he pitched well. He went to the Phillies, he had a five ERA. Well, he pitches in a hitters ballpark and their defense was terrible and their defense got a, a lot worse okay so I, I, solid so those are some solid points that you made but let's not act like that's exactly how it's going to be i think there's also just some kyle gibson pitching like crap mixed in there i don't think he just was the same exact pitcher and all of a sudden his era doubled and runs basically because his defense was worse behind him and he was pitching in citizens bank park I think that's a little bit of an exaggeration. I think defense is a concern for this team. Um, a concern. Yeah. It's... Relax. All right. Relax. The Yankees, teams can get away with it. The Yankees were not great defensively last year. Their the lineup wasn't even that good. I, By the grace of God, that team made the playoffs. I mean, they made some improvements at the deadline, but still, they were floating around 500 at that time. Um, they can make up for it. They have a really good lineup. I like the rotation. And like I said, bullpen solid. It's not great. I think it'll be a little better, though. Solid. And I like the Phillies to finish second in this division. If the Phillies got a solid bullpen, then what kind of bullpen do the Mets have? Also, the Phillies, um, their rotation isn't that deep. That's actually a good question. What do you think of the Mets bullpen? And then compare it to the Phillies. All right. Let, guy, we're spending like 15 minutes on the I know. top three NL I know. because you won't but show hold on. about the Mets and the Phillies bullpen. Also, their rotation isn't that deep. I also forgot about Zach Eflin, but he's always hurt. I do like Ranger Suarez. If they have Suarez. Your four starters, Cookie Carrasco. Like, you're acting like you guys got top to bottom this freaking stacked rotation. You got 8.7 ERA boys. No, they got. I 
I admit it. The Mets have issues, but you're acting like the Phillies are this this team that's much better than maybe they better all than suck. the Mets. I don't. Maybe they all suck. How about they that? Could all suck. There's definitely a chance of that happening. Move on. I'm getting right. pissed off. The Marlins win total currently is at 76 and a half. Can you stop eating M and M's? Now I'm a victim. The the Marlins, the Marlins win total is at 76 and a half. Slam the over. They're winning more than 76 and a half. Yeah, I like the Marlins this year. Solid lineup that you, for some reason, are like obsessed with. Um, It's okay. Uh, I don't think it'll be a bottom five offense in the league. The rotation is nice. Sandy Alcatara is a really good pitcher. Um, They have like six starters. Sixto Sanchez, we thought we were going to see a lot of last year, but oddly got sent out. Um, there's a little pizza burp right there. Um, he's hurt too. Six stuff. Yeah. Edward Cabrera, um, Trevor Rogers stud. So, and I didn't even mention Pablo Lopez. So yeah, like this rotation for the fish, the Derek Jeterless yeah. Marlins. Fish are solid. Fish are real solid. You know why I like this team? They kind of remind me of the 2015 Mets. You know, Matt That's why like Met boy just going crazy right now. And <laughs> and last place the Nationals. Juan Soto, and that's all you got to care about. Can't wait. I'll be at Nationals Park on Thursday or Friday or Saturday. Very very exciting. Mm-hmm. Go see Juan Soto, Nelson Cruz, Patrick Corbin. All right, let's move on to the NL Central. That's so gross. Um, Corbin's starting. That's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a baseball. J.D. Davis hit three home runs in one game against him. All right. Brewers. I got them in first. Number two, I got the St. Louis Cardinals. Number three, I have the Chicago Cubs. And I hope Marcus Stroman has like a five ERA. In fourth, I've got the Reds. They're a disgrace to baseball. And at five, another disgrace to baseball, Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, agree with uh, the disgrace to baseball comments. All right. First place, St. Louis Cardinals. Second place, Milwaukee mm. Brewers. Third place, Chicago Cubs. Fourth place, Cincinnati Reds. Fifth place, Pittsburgh Pirates. I believe that is the first different division winner that we have had. Wow. And it will probably be the last. Yes, it will be. As long as we both got brains. Yes. Um, you yeah. want to start? You can start. This division, let's just throw it out there, sucks. Um, both Both central divisions are pretty bad. Um, but the Cardinals and the Brewers, uh, I like both of them. It was a little tough for me to pick. I was low on the Brewers earlier in the off season. I got a little higher on them now. Um, but I like the Cardinals. Tyler O'Neill is the freaking man. Love that dude. Um, Nolan Arenado in his second year, Paul Goldschmidt had a really, really good year last year. The rotation's nice. I expect Jack Flaherty to have a, a, a good year this year. Let's see how if he's Wayne, healthy. If he's healthy, let's see how Wainwright pitches with the, you know, if he can have a little flash in the past again. Um, and little Albert Pools in uh in a Cardinal uniform. I'm Love loving it. that. Um, so we'll see, but I I like the Cardinals to win the division. Dylan Carlson, I think, is gonna be the MVP of this team. The reason why they will go to the playoffs because of Dylan Carlson. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Brewers here. You know, I'm a huge fan of starting pitching. That's why James DeGrom has been my favorite player for, you know, a really long time until now. Um, this team, watching them, 
is so much fun. Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta. They're a fun team to watch, especially if you love starting pitching. And then in the bullpen, and they have Adrian Hauser, who I actually really like. He's their fourth starter. And then you have their bullpen, two maybe the best relievers in baseball. You can make that argument. And Josh Hader and Devin Williams, nasty, nasty stuff. And their bullpen is deep, by the way. They got a bunch of guys. This is a really solid team. The one thing, they're going to be relying on Christian Yelich to bounce back. They're going to, in my opinion, if that doesn't happen, they are going to need to add at the deadline. And they're going to add to need a, they're going to need to add a serious, serious bat. They have to realize this window here. They have to do what they can to go get a legitimate bat at the deadline. And if they do, they can go far. And I think they will. Yeah, you're right. Um, I do believe that this team will be a pretty good team this year. Um, the rotation is really nice, top end especially, like you talked about, former NSI Young winner. Um, yeah, Yelich, I'm, I don't I don't love that for them. That's the reason why I don't have them winning the division. The offense, I just can't get around on it to, to love it enough for them to win that division. Um, I, I mean, I could see Yelich getting Yelich bouncing back a bit getting that OPS in the mid to low 850, 800s. Um, but you're not going to see him return to MVP form. I don't think so. Um, really tailed off a lot. Really weird. It seems like Yelich and Bellinger, those two guys are cursed now. I don't know what the hell happened to them. If they like both sold their souls that year when they were going at it for the side, uh, for the MVP. But it's so weird. It really is so weird. But Devin Williams and Josh Hader are two of the top three or top four relievers in baseball. I mean, Josh Hader might be the number one reliever in baseball. So I think he is. Yeah, like the Brewers. And I uh, don't want to go too crazy. I want to save my uh, takes for when we get to the playoffs. But I do like the Brewers. It's really crazy. I mean, you had you have Yelich, who, you know, seven, I'm just in 2017 with the Marlins, 807 OPS. First year in 2018 with the Brewers, 1,000 OPS. Second year in 2019, 1,100 OPS, and now 786, 736. So you're right. Wouldn't be surprised if he got back to the 800s, but if he gets back to the MVP level, would that be a shock? Think about a great 1,100 OPS. That's, Unbelievable. That's insane. 130 games, but yeah, still. Insane. All right. Uh, the rest of the NL Central is kind of boring. The Cubs, you know, listen, they've made a couple of moves. They had Seiya Suzuki, who should be exciting. Um, you know, Stroman. A three-year contract. They, they have uh, Frank Schwindel. They have um, Patrick Wisdom, some young guy. So I think they're I, – I, I'm confused in the Cubs, but it doesn't really matter. They're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, this team looks a lot different than it did last year on opening day. No Baez, no Rizzo, no Bryant. Um, the rotation, Kyle Hendricks had a really badly year last year. Um, Marcus Stroman – He's blocked by Merlo. He's surprisingly not blocked uh, by me. He, I did have a Twitter interaction with him where I called him a clown. Who hasn't? Um, yeah, not not crazy about the Cubs this year. A couple of nice little Frank Schwindel, Patrick Wisdom. They got some some decent stories. And you talked about Seiya Suzuki. I'm high on him this year. But I think there's a significant drop-off after the Brewers and the Cardinals in this division. And I think the Cubs just get their – third place by default yeah reds traded everybody pirates are a disgrace I, that's really it i, I think they'll be you know. they'll be the weakest them or the angels will be the weakest third place team in baseball yeah agreed all right let's move off to the nl west 
Oh, and Brewers. I mean, uh, Reds, Pirates, Poverty. That's that's yeah. That would uh, not not even not even worth our time. All right, I've got the Dodgers uh, coming in first, the Giants in second, the Padres in third, the Rockies in fourth, and the D-backs in fifth. That's me. Same thing. There we go. Uh, the Dodgers, what else is there to say? They are loaded. And, and you know what? Listen, they go out and buy players, but they've developed so much young talent, too, and developed stars. It, it's unbelievable. And they still have a top-five farm system today. And they just unloaded two of their top prospects to go get Scherzer and Turner last uh, last uh, trade deadline. So credit to them. They're going to win 100-plus games. They got one of the best lineups I've seen in my lifetime. And a really solid pitching rotation. Yeah, they uh, can literally do anything. I mean, and they can uh, – the depth, they just – everything on this team, they have. Uh, Dustin May was a guy who was having a really nice year for them last year and then was out for the year, and he's not going to be healthy to start the year. But – they can afford that. You know, they got Kershaw, they have Urias, and they have Buehler. Those are three top guys. You know, we talk about Trevor Bauer, a guy who got a huge contract from them. He's on leave. He'll probably keep getting that extended and more and more. Who knows if he'll ever throw a baseball on the MLB again. Um, enough said. I mean, Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, stacked. It's just stacked. All right. Go over to the Giants in second place. Um, 107 games last year was a big surprise. A lot of people have them falling off. And listen, if they win 97, 90 games or something like that, it's still like a 17-game drop-off. But I think they're going to still make the playoffs, win a bunch of games. We were talking about it before. Their rotation's very good. Their bullpen's really good. And I think they'll have enough offensively to um, to make the playoffs here. Yeah, Posey retiring was definitely a bit of a blow for them, but they had Joey Bart ready to go out of the minors. Uh, yep. He'll be the opening day catcher. Yeah, the lineup, um, I, 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 there's a lot of guys who had career years last year. You think about Darren Ruff. You think about Brandon Crawford. Even a guy like Brandon Belt, but he's an underrated player. I think he'll be able to give that production uh, or close to it again. I like this team. Um, you just talked about it, the pitching rotation. Got guys like Alex Wood and Anthony DiSclefani, who I like uh, as middle of the rotation guys. They lost Kevin Gosman, but I think Logan Webb's a really good starter. Uh, I like the Giants. Good bullpen, like you said. Kind of a little bit of a raise of the NL vibe from them. Um, yeah, I got them coming in second in the division. That's it. There we go. Uh, third place, the Padres. I think the Padres are going to be the most disappointing team in the league this year. Again. Yeah, the Padres... They have a lot of depth in that rotation, and they have some superstars. Obviously, you have Tatis, who unfortunately is going to start the year uh, hurt. I, I I just don't I don't love this team. I'm I'm there's too many question marks at the top, right? You had you question Tatis's health. You Darvish was awful last year after the whole uh, sticky substances stuff, and maybe that has something to do with it. I think it does. Um, Blake Snell is going to be a guy to have a nice year for them, possibly bounce back. He didn't have a great first year, but I don't love this team. Um, they traded away Adam Frazier in the off season, Sean Manea, they traded for, they traded for Luke Voigt. They've made, they, they're still staying active and trying to improve the team, but something just doesn't sit right. Well, sit well with me with this team. 
and uh, I don't I don't love them. No, I, I really don't. Like you said, the top of the rotation is sketchy to me. I'm not a big fan of Darvish at all. I'm not even a big fan of Blake Snell. Mike Clevenger's coming off a year where he did not pitch. Uh, Sean Manaya is a nice addition, but you know I think he's going to be moved up into a position where he's the number two starter or something like that. Yeah, possibly even their best starter. Who, who else do they have? They have depth. They have guys, but it's a lot of younger guys. I'm just not a big fan of them. Their bullpen is, you know, okay. They'll, I think they'll score runs, but, you know, losing Fernando Tatis for three months, possibly more, is, is a huge loss. He's an MVP caliber player. He's one of the top five best players in all of baseball. Oh, yeah. So it's tough. It's, it's really tough right now for the Padres. I, I know some people are high on them. I'm not one of them. And they're going all in and good for them. Yeah. Joe Musgrove, that's one guy who could have a nice yes, for them. Musgrove, but that's who I'm forgetting. I, I'm just not crazy. He's your one or two. I don't love the the rest of the line. I don't think the lineup has great depth. I don't think the the offense has a lot of depth on it. They're a flawed team for sure. Um, next, the Rockies. You know, they signed Chris Bryant. You know, me and you were in agreement. He's gonna have a big year for them. I think the Rockies be slightly better than people think. I don't know why. I just feel like they'll mash. I mean, they always mash in, in, yeah, in the course. The most confused organization in sports, though, the yeah. Colorado Rockies. And then finally, the D-backs come Basically gave Nolan Arenado away. And then we're because we're like, yeah, we don't want to pay you. And then was like, all right, Chris Bryant, here's a seven-year deal. <laughs> don't really make no doesn't sense. really make sense. Let Trevor Story walk. Doesn't make a lot of sense. No sense at all. And I'm not gonna try and uh not gonna try and ask questions. Yeah. All righty. Time for the playoffs. Well, awards. Don't get crazy. Oh, awards. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Awards. That's right. Okay. You want me to start? I'll start. Go ahead. All right. My MVP is Trey Turner of the Los Angeles Dodgers. I had a fantastic season last year. Got traded over the Dodgers. Was really good when he got traded there. He's going to be playing his most natural position shortstop now with Seager gone. Solid defender. Uh, He's one of the fastest, maybe the fastest guy in baseball and somehow added power to his game. He's unbelievable. Could have a 900, you know, 900, 950 OPS this year and steal a ton of bags, play good defense. This guy is an all-around fantastic player, and I think he's the MVP for a for the best team in baseball. I like, I like that pick. Uh, yeah, he's a stud. He's going to get a ridiculous contract this offseason. Mm-hmm. I am surprised, though, because my MVP pick, a guy I thought you might have gone with because you love him, I'm going with Juan Soto. Um, this, yeah. this team is going to – it's not going to do great this year. Uh, it didn't do great last year, but Soto almost won the MVP. doesn't really matter. Um, he didn't have a great first half last year, and if he did have a really good first half, he would have easily walked away with this award. Um, I have the confidence in him that he can do it for a 162-game season and put together some numbers that we have never seen before. Uh, in this era, like he, the guy can reach numbers of, I really think he could have a 500 on base percentage. I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. I think he's that freaking good. Uh, yeah. Juan Soto to win the MVP. You know, people would talk about, you know, past, maybe not like the last year or two, but just, you know, 2016, 17, when Trout was during his dominance, we'd say, oh yeah, Mike Trout's the best player. It's about to be, oh, Juan Soto's the best player in baseball. It is. He, I, I think he is. I think, I think he already he's is. Fantastic, and his defense is getting better. 
He's an unbelievable baseball player. All right. You can, you can never go wrong with Juan Soto. He's going to win a ton of those. All right. My Cy Young Award pick. I think you're going to be a little surprised with this. I got Max Freed of the Atlanta Braves. I, you know what? I knew you had, you know what? I kind of knew it. I, I, I shouldn't have said that. I knew. I, I literally just put him in. Like I had another guy and I was like, ah, no, nah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. There's no way that me and you both said Max Freed. Like that's an out of left field pick. And we both said, I know, it. I know. While you were debating it, I was before we started, I was like, maybe he has Freed. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I had Wheeler and I was like, uh, I don't know. The injury does bother me. He's got a, a bad bit. shoulder already. I know. Yeah. I Mer, I love the pick for Max Reed. He, the term Maddox is what uh, a complete game and under hundred pitches, right? Yeah. He throws a ton of those. Yeah. He, he's, he's really, really good. He's, he's underrated. Not, he's not what we like nowadays he's not gonna strike a ton of guys out but he's gonna he's gonna take the ball he's gonna give you a lot of innings and he's he's gonna get guys he's gonna get guys out he's not gonna strike him out of time but he's gonna get guys out um i mean 28 games last year and he had 165 innings corbin burns won the cy young he had 167 innings so if he gives you 35 starts 32 starts whatever it is he can give you up to, oh, close to 200 innings. That's crazy. I was like, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm coming out of left field with this pick. I know he'll like it. Yeah. If he gets that ERA below a three and gives you 200 innings and 200 strikeouts, he'll he'll make a really, really strong case for this award. All right. Uh, rookie of the year. Uh, I've had a, you know, it's kind of a weak race. I think in the NL, I got O'Neill Cruz. You can go either way though. O'Neill Cruz or the pirates, the infielder wacky hair. Yeah. Um, I got say a Suzuki. Um, I thought you were going to pick him and I was about to say that good thing. You didn't pick Juan Soto. Cause we would have had the exact mm. same awards, but luckily you didn't. And you picked O'Neill Cruz. Yeah. Say a Suzuki. Um, Going to be nice for the for the Cubs. Uh, really, the guys, if you want to have a fun time, look at his numbers in the KBO or whatever league he played in before he came here because they're, they're quite impressive. Funny but, guy, too. Great personality. Very nice personality. I'm excited to watch him this year. I hope he has a good year for the, for the Cubbies. All right, it's playoff time now. Hell yeah, it is. All right, let's do the seeds. So the number one seed, I've got the Los Angeles Dodgers. Number two seed, the Braves. Number three, the Brewers. Number four, the Mets. Number five, the Cardinals. And number six, the Giants. All right, I got number one, Dodgers. Number two, Braves. Number three, Cardinals. Number four, uh, Giants. Number five, Phillies. Number six, Brewers. All righty. No no Mets, no Padres. No Mets, no Padres. All righty. Mind if I start it off? Go right ahead. All right. In the 4-5 matchup, I know it's probably supposed to be 3-6, but at least I stay consistent, right? You're good. In the 4-5 matchup, the Mets, I got the Mets beating the Cardinals in the wild card round. And then I have the Brewers in the 3-6 beating the Giants. All right, in the 4-5 matchup, I have the Giants beating the Phillies. 
And okay. the 3-6 matchup, I have the Brewers upsetting their division rival, the St. Louis Cardinals. Very nice. Yeah. All right. In the NLDS, I have the Dodgers beating the Mets. And then I've, I got, I've gone back and forth on this all day, but I, I'm going to take the Brewers over the Braves. All right. We have the same Brewers-Braves matchup. Um, I took the opposite. I have the Braves over the Brewers. And then I have the Dodgers over San Francisco back-to-back years. They end their season in the divisional round. I forgot how great that series was. I was watching something the other day. And unfortunately, it ended bad because Wilmer Flores yeah. did not swing. He did not. Poor Wilmer. Was that Angel Angel Hernandez moment? No, it wasn't Angel. I'm surprised. Your boy John Heyman's going over the New York Post. Good. Maybe he'll go away. No, he's not. Um, okay. NLCS. I've got the Milwaukee Brewers beating the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Dodgers go out again in the NLCS. Wow. I knew you were going to say it when you left your little hint before when you were like, oh. Let's yeah, see. you know, you call me out. I love good starting pitching. And if they're healthy, if that team's healthy with that rotation, unbeatable. They can win I just want to tell you that cliche is BS. It's That's thrown. How can you have watched baseball the past couple of years and been like, oh, starting pitching will take you all the way? Because the Braves the just did it with mashing and really good bullpen. So the Nationals did it. The Nationals did it in 2019. You can win. You can still win World Series with great pitching. And if you have it together at the right time. You can win with great hitting, too. I don't think there's a necessary formula, but. No, you're right. You're right. There's not. It's not like football. Like, you're not, you know, a team's not going to run the ball 28 times and win the Super Bowl. You got to be able to throw the ball a little bit. But I'm also saying that that those three guys are going to be healthy at the right time and pitching very well at the right time. That's also not as likely I'm saying if you do get those three guys pitching at the right time and pitching well it's I don't think you could beat a team like that like Uh, the Nationals said my NLCS it's a rematch of last year's uh I have LA beating Atlanta this time wasn't that okay three years that's three years in a row the same three years in a row yep okay and it's finally time for the World Series what's your matchup I've got the Blue Jays and the Brewers. All right. Give it to me. I've got the Toronto Blue Jays in six games beating the Milwaukee Brewers. Look at you saying the Blue Jays are going to win it all. Just eating the chalk. Loving those Blue Jays. Eating the Blue Jays chalk. I I love it. I love it. Um, All right. Mine is White Sox versus Dodgers. I got the White Sox in seven. Over the Los Angeles Dodgers. Very nice. Taking those the would, cake. I think those would be great World Series matchups. Those would be phenomenal. Um, I mean, of course, we take Mets Yankees every day, but. Yeah. Well, oh, my God. Can you imagine that? No. I really I w- I, you wouldn't be my friend. I don't know what I would do. Like, I, I honestly don't know what I would do. I'd be so nervous. So would I. So nervous. I wish I could have lived that in 2000 because I would have had a great time too. Right. I was born. I know. You tell me every time it comes up. The only, the only night the Mets won in that series. Mm -hmm. I was born. Yep. All right. That was fantastic. That was great. Lot, lot, love doing it. Gave our full predictions. Um, We, 
will and should post them to Instagram tomorrow when this or the day this episode comes out. Um, yeah. Great. And I said it was going to be a short episode. Look at us. Mm. 10, 13. All right. We will talk to you guys next. Enjoy the holiday this weekend of Major League Baseball being back. Hell yeah. Go Yanks.